Dude, I'm so happy that we get a chance to talk to you about this. We just did an episode with a couple of my cousins about Lizzie Borden. And when you messaged me, and by the way, if you don't know, Ant is a hilarious stand-up comic based out of Long Island. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, great. It's, it's WW uh, Bro Podcast, right? Correct, WW Bro Podcast. Dude, it is uh, unreal. It, I know you're closing in on the goal here. Uh, it, it blows my mind, dude, because uh, he's closing in. Is it okay if I tell people? Yeah, absolutely. He's about to hit the 200-pound lost mark using the, the WW program and everything. Wow. He's, it's insane, dude. All right? Because when I met him, it, he was, you know, started going through the whole process and everything like that, and then he puts up, you got to follow his Instagram, too. He's got a great Instagram. But that program needs to pay you a fucking royalty, dude. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Spokesperson. Holy shit. But Only one day. <laughs> yeah, you earned it, too. My mom's actually listened to a couple episodes of your show. Oh, really? That's true. I told her all about it, man, so she's into it. That's hilarious. Well, she does oh, the program, nice. too, so. <laughs> yeah. But we just did an episode on uh, Lizzie Borden, and then you messaged me on Insta to tell me that, dude, this... this <laughs> Kahuna started laughing at us already, because he goes, this is some white people shit. You've actually stayed at the house? <laughs> I stayed twice at the house. Twice? There you did it twice? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twice. I've been there twice. I stayed. I slept over in the Lizzie Borden house twice. Jeez, is it how did this happen? Well, the first the first time I ever been there, I went like on a day tour, and you know, the regular tour of the house. You're going through it, and it wasn't until like towards the end of it, we went up to the maids' room. Oh wow! And my 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 ex fiance, like my fiance at the time. She like pushes me out of the way and like goes to the corner of the room and she's like, "There's something with this corner." And I'm like an idiot. I'm like, "Why? Because it's going down like the the way the, the building is." She goes, "No, there's something with this corner. I can't. There's something drawing me to this corner." And I'm like, "You're out of your mind. There's nothing." So the tour guide walks in and goes, "Well, my first ghost experience in this house happened in this room from that corner." But, like my girl, where my girlfriend at the time was like, running to, she says, "In the room," and she felt like too like. She heard like, two children playing and like it felt like something like hit her, go toward her. And apparently the house next door to the Borden house also had something happen where the woman drowned both her kids well and now supposedly their ghost is up in the attic of the Borden house. Holy so shit. Wait, it's just a wow. block of nice neighborhood, huh? Yeah, a block yeah. of horrors. <laughs> Jesus. It's a block of crazy. In their defense, so I think this my, was the Buckner year for the, the Red Sox in the yeah. World Series. <laughs> <laughs> so my my ex like, well, I want to stay here now. I want to sleep in this room. I'm like, you're out of your mind. I don't want to sleep in this room. But we went back and we stayed overnight in the maid's room, which is supposedly one of the most haunted house, haunted rooms in the house. And I didn't sleep at all. It's an eerie feeling. I might have slept maybe like two hours out of the whole night. And I'm... I had the light was on. I slept with the light on. I was really scared. <laughs> Hell yeah! I would too, brother. Yeah, we had met this other couple that was staying in the room next to us. Both my ex and the woman next to the room next to her had the same dream that they each went into the other room at the light. Like my ex dreamt that she came into the room and shot our light, and the woman dreamt that my ex went in there and shot up their light. We that breakfast and talked about it the next morning. Wow. Wow. Anthony, yeah, it's just, it's creepy house. Let me ask you something. You said that was the maid's room, right? Yes. Now, that was on the third floor? That's the third floor, yeah, okay. right, all over the top. Something that was twisting in my mind is, was there a back staircase, or did they did the maid have to go up, Maggie the maid, did she have to go up the front staircase, 
or was there a back staircase to get to her sleeping quarters? There was a there was a back staircase because the way the house is, all the rooms are like connected because Mr. Borden was so cheap that he <laughs> he wasn't like he didn't have like a lot of heating. He didn't have basically basically indoor plumbing. He just had, there wasn't really heating system. So back in those days, to save on heat, they didn't have hallways. All the rooms were just like together. Right. So they go to the kitchen and you go all the way up. That's where you get to the the main. You can also get through to the front staircase as well, the main staircase, where like when you go up the main staircase, that's where the murder room is, right up right at the top. Right. So yeah, so I actually I stayed in that room the second time, the murder room. Which was Where, actually one of the most calming experiences I ever had. It was not creepy. It was very. I was like, it felt peaceful. I slept, and the woman who owns it, this woman Leanne, owns the house, said that Mrs. Borden was very welcoming. So people that may stay in the room, they don't get any weird vibes that they get in the other houses, the other rooms in the house. Okay, yeah, because I was questioning because people were saying that. Um, when you went up the, the main staircase, your sight line was right into the guest bedroom where um, Mrs. Borden was found, you know, uh, bludgeoned to death, hatcheted to death. And I'm wondering, well, how did Maggie get up to the third floor to her sleeping quarters if she didn't take the, the front staircase? So that, that explains it. There's a back staircase in order to get up to the, to the third floor. There is, but there's like, if there's all the accounts, um, Maggie, I think, was was actually locked out of the house at the time the murders happened. She tried; to, she, she couldn't actually get into the house. Oh, and okay. some people think that she saw something happen, that she knew about something, because she actually, uh, on her deathbed, wanted to confess something. And someone went to go record it, and by the time she got there, she had passed away. See, that's creepy too. And we had um, the the family friend of Lizzie's that came to um, stay with them during this time on her deathbed. She admitted to her sister that she had changed her testimony to protect Lizzie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a crazy, a whole crazy, you know, we, we got really like into it once we went and read up on it and everything. And, and basically Lizzie got off because one of the reasons was back in, you know, 1892, no one would think a woman could commit these murders. Right. Because of how, like, how gross they were and how severe they were. Like, they caught, the cops caught Lizzie burning clothes in the basement um, which people believe that were the clothes she wore when she, you know, that she when she killed her her father and, and her and her step and her stepmother. Uh, a lot of evidence was just thrown out, and just it was really handled poorly by the police. Did you hear this rumor? Because my, my father dug this one up, and I don't know if he found this on uh, Wikipedia, History Channel, or Pornhub, but um, <laughs> it was found. Uh, the idea was that she potentially had murdered her father while she was naked. That's why there was no blood on her. That is that is a uh, I've heard that as well. That's why they couldn't find the murder clothes. Jesus. Uh, so I mean that's crazy to think of it as well. <laughs> there was also like another a theory that um, Lizzie was a lesbian and then did have a relationship with Maggie as well. Oh. So that's another yeah. I've heard that rumor um, that maybe that's why Maggie knew something or saw something and. But supposedly they had a falling out and afterwards, and, and she went, you know, worked somewhere else and carried that to, you know, and she wanted to confess something, but she never had a chance. Dude, that's, this whole story has been wild, too, because we, um, I, I had my cousin Megan in here with uh, her two kids who are um, college age now. And uh, just, it, it's still, you're sitting there, you're like, 
you know, doing the age and the math and everything in your head, like, okay, yeah, so you got about 10 years left before you murder your mother. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was well, you stay there twice, crazy. you said, right? Yeah, we stayed there the first time, um, and that's when we stayed in the major room, and they get tour of the house at night, and they bring you down to the, the basement, and it might just be like an optical illusion, but it, there is like a thing on the wall that looks like Mr. Borden, like something like, like he's with like a, I don't say like it's by like a burned tool, but there's a so there's an image on the wall that looks like Mr. Board. It's pretty creepy. Oh, uh, that's wild. That's wow. <laughs> yeah. That's like the red handprint and on the, yeah. the Molly I've heard Maguire's. I've heard like recordings like people have done in the house of like him talking and stuff like that. And um and the woman Leanne who owns the house talks about it like they're still there. Like she's she's like, Oh no, you you get you there's no other way you you, you encounter something every day almost. Like she's been in the office, which is now the barn, and she's seen just lights going on and off in the house while she's in there, uh, and she's the only one there. So the barn is still there, where supposedly Andy uh, hacked the heads off of all the pigeons, right? Yes, the barn is still there. It's now the office and the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> Got to sell that merch, baby. Like Got to you know, sell like that merch. <laughs> well, I, just to share my own, it, it, it doesn't involve uh, Lizzie Borden, but my own story I had was uh, my ex was, uh, for our anniversary, went to, um, she loved going to bed and breakfast, so we were living in Florida at the time, and we went to uh, Savannah, Georgia, and it's Savannah, you're on like one of those hokey kind of uh, a ghost pub crawl tours and stuff like that, and uh, Kahuna just yeah. brought up, by the way, a photo of the wind chimes in the gift shop, did you see this one? It's, it's a giant axe. With um, bloody wind chimes hanging from the, the yes, blade. I, I, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is legit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the whole the whole place is, is pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's a cool place. I would very recommend going there if you ever have a chance. Yeah, my cousin Megan, because they go up to New Hampshire every year for um, to visit her, uh, her mom's side of the family. Now, they, is there anything else that they have on display about the case itself, or is it mainly just bed and breakfast that just happens to have happened to you? There's the, there's the bed and breakfast. You can actually go to the Fall River Historical Society, and they have a lot on. I did that as well. Um, you can go to her, her other house, which is called Maplecroft, which is the house she purchased after the murders. Uh, up in the, the hill? It, it, right. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a really nice house. I, we, you can't go in it, but you can just go see it. And I also, I, I've been to the grave sites as well, the Morning graves uh, at the cemetery there. Was it Oak Lawn Cemetery? She's buried next to her sister, who she didn't talk to anymore after 1905, right? Yeah, they had a falling out, and they both kind of like died like the same way. Uh, I think it's like crazy. I think I think they died like the same day or something like no, that. Even I think it was like ten days apart. It wasn't. Jesus. It wasn't a long apart, time, right? The same way they both like fell downstairs or something. I don't know. Something is like it's like weird, but uh, and the, her involvement too. People don't, you know want to know what her involvement was supposedly she didn't have any but there's rumors out there that she knew about it and uh and that's probably some of the falling out was about as well but after lizzie got all that money she lived it up she that house and had like parties and the fair community in, in that area there was a chick nance o'neill who was like the a gorgeous woman from silent film that i guess was a sexually adventurous and they supposedly hooked up her and Lizzie a couple of times but yeah she was supposedly Lizzie was very uh very adventurous yeah we were trying to cast this nowadays where we said if uh so if Casey Anthony 
if Casey Anthony had gotten away with the murder and then bought a nice mansion and then started hooking up with Katy Perry, that's kind of what we're going with over here right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I compare it like in, they were talking about it when I was there, and it kind of compared it to the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, how you had somebody who was prominent because the Bordens are a very prominent family in Fall River. They they had a, you know a lot of money. Mr. Borden was a very successful businessman, and you know the girls didn't work, and he was a criminal too. Like she would just steal things, and Mr. Borden would just pay it. Oh yeah, she was a like, shoplifting was, thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was a shoplifter, and she would just go steal things, and and Mr. Borden would just pay it off, and like like so she was that literally got away with everything she did. She's <laughs> never been charged for anything she's ever done. Uh, to, just to finish that dumb thing I was trying to say earlier about the Savannah thing, I thought this was a, it was kind of a pisser because there is the hokiness of some of these things where people are going for an experience to see a ghost or something like that. But then, like you said, your your ex or whatever was drawn to a corner. That's not something that they're advertising on the tour. That's that's when the shit gets no. a little extra spooky. Right, right. So. Yeah, and then she she shared her first you know ghost experience she's had in the house, and I was like, first she goes, oh yeah, you work here, and it just this happens. You know, you're in here all the time. But uh, the the thing was, you know, I. I don't know if anybody, if you believe in that stuff, my, my ex's uh, cousin is a very successful psychic medium here on Long Island. And they always told her that she had the same ability if she wanted to pursue it. And we, I've had things happen when we lived together that was kind of very creepy, that things do follow her around. So I, that's why I put a little, I put a little stock into this because it, things have actually, had, I've seen things happen just living with her. Um, no, that totally. Were not, yeah. That were out of the ordinary. Yeah. And the, the the house was it's got a creep just a creepy feel to it, but it's fun if you like that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, totally. Have and to it's nuts, man. Out. It was uh, the thing at the very end of that Savannah tour we were on. It was a a drunken pub crawl that we were on. Me and the, the girl. Yeah. And she had her. She used to say she had a you know a sense or whatever too. Like she used to smell flowers in certain building and like the it was like a wedding gown shop or something. And she smelled flowers. She goes, "Why do I smell flowers?" Like this place used to be a flower shop. Ah! And um. <laughs> But the one weird thing she had was yeah. she goes, she goes, what's up with that back room at this bar? This is an after-hours bar. This is off the tour. This is like one of the last stops of the tour. And the bartender goes, yeah. oh, yeah, we don't go. We're like, I refuse to, if I'm closing, I refuse to go in that room. Like, they know that I'm not going to touch anything in it. And she goes, yeah, I, I'm avoiding that room for some reason. She goes, yeah, but things like grab you in there. And it was, so I, I definitely put a little stock into it. Not too, too much, but because I can't because I'll think too much about it. But um, it definitely is. The fact that you went there with somebody and who was like, I'm drawn to this. And then you said, we need to spend more time here. You have balls to set a fucking, I don't even know what, how, they're cantaloupes. They have to be melons, all right, in order to sit there and well, spend a night in that place. It wasn't my, it wasn't my idea. I mean, I was basically, <laughs> I talked into it. Um, put it this way, anybody who dates me can just basically tell me what to do, and I do it. Uh, <laughs> but it, and for so I was like, no, no, effing way. Ah, no, I'm not doing that. And then I was like, okay, I'll just try it out. And the second time, because we used to go to Salem a lot, too, um, so we would go either on the way back or two. We would we would stay, we'd stop at the Lizzie Borden house, and in Salem too. We just uh, not to get too far off topic, but you've heard of the Salem witch trials, right? Sure. Okay, so what's not on the, the the ghost walk tour there, and what's not on public knowledge is Gallows Hill where they hung everybody. Ooh. You can find it. It's there. It's but very hidden, and it's like you know. There's actually. There's spray paint and stuff like pointing you like tourists to it, but like it's not something that they advertise because they're very, you know, they're not proud of that moment. And we went up to Gallows Hill where all this happened, and that kind of running around thing. My ex had the same thing where she was like running around to different areas on top of the hill, 
um, like being drawn to different places. So like I've seen it happen twice with her, and it was the same kind of thing that happened at, like at the Lizzie Borden house where she just like pushed everybody out of the way and was like, no, there's something weird with this room. Jesus Christ. And that's yeah, and then that maze room too. Like there's so they've woken up in the rocking chair was like at the one end of the room. They woke up, it was like next to the bed moving. So like it, it's a lot of a lot of creepy things happen in that yeah. maze room. Kahuna's yeah, out of the room now. You just made Kahuna leave the room. No. Feet don't tell me now. I'm freaking good. No, it's uh, it's a thing, man. Black people don't play that shit. They really don't. No, it's... we really don't. Uh, which is why I'm like, y'all think it's a joke, but then at the end of the day, Lizzie Borden follows your ass home. Fuck that. Oh uh, shit. What they really think who's in the house? Not so much Lizzie. I mean, they say like people have like you know they've done like ghost hunts and stuff like that, but the Mr. and Mrs. Borden are very supposedly very present in that house. And um, it's, you know, he, he like the way Leanne talked about who owns the place, she talked about it like, yeah, I own it, but it is Mr. Borden's house. That's how he sees it. And I guess he sees it. There it is. I'm right. like, oh, you're mine. Right. Because yeah, the second time I stayed, that it was like kind of like off season, and it was just like me and the other guy in the house, and it was quiet. And like, you just hear like, I know it's an old house, you hear like creaks and, and things, and it, it could play with the mind a little bit, but. The second, the second time we stayed in the murder room, like I said, it was actually I got a great night's sleep. It was not, <laughs> it was not creepy at all. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, you're way more normal than you should be. You know that. Nope. <laughs> nope, 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 Holy nope. shit! Hey, this is going to come out um, not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. Do you have anything you want to plug? I want people to come check you out. I do have regular listeners all over the country, so we're pretty happy about that. I want people to come out and see you do stand up. Well, if you want to see me do stand up. Um, on Long Island, uh, October 20th, I'll be at Governor's Comedy Club. Um, also, if uh, coming up in the future, I'm doing a live WW Bro podcast at the CM Theater in Oakdale, New York. That's not until January 12th, but tickets are available. You can get them on my website, anthonydlive.com. Uh-oh, you're, you might actually be at the goal by then. You could beat that even before January. Well, that's, I mean, 200's the next goal. I, mean, I still have more to go after that, but 200 is like the next next benchmark to hit. Uh, uh, hopefully, you enjoy the I'll be there by bro. next month. That's yeah. awesome, man. That is absolutely awesome. Thank you. No, it's a super you. funny guy. Uh, check him out on social media. Follow him on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything, man. Just a great dude. Uh, I want to work with you again, brother. Let's fucking hang soon, can we? Yeah, absolutely. Done deal. I'll get you in studio here next time you're in Jersey. Thank you so much for the call, man. And thank you for adding another spooky layer to this episode. <laughs> no problem, man. Happy to help. <laughs> you got it, brother. Hey, be good. Thank you for everything, man. All right. I'll see you soon, man. Later, Take dude. care. Later.